Hey friends, it's me, Kayla. I've been traveling since I was only a few months old and that passion has grown up with me. I'm so excited to start sharing my stories and experiences with you, starting with this one. Kayla on the Road, the podcast is all about sharing stories about life on the road and at home as a digital nomad. Through stories, tips, and interviews, I want to inspire you to create your own travel memories by taking the overwhelm out of planning. Join me every week for a beer and a laugh as I recount some of my favorite travel stories, even the not-so-perfect ones, all while chatting logistics about planning your next or first trip abroad. Hello, friends, and welcome to Kayla on the Road, the podcast, episode one. Um, It took a while to get here, but I'm so excited to chat with you you all and share some stories and advice from my life on the road as a digital nomad. Today, I'm chatting about my history and my life as a homeowner, a digital nomad, and a traveler. My family loved to travel, so my wanderlust started early and continued through college and beyond. So now it is a giant part of my personality and who I am. So grab a beer, hit that subscribe button, and get ready to learn a little bit more about me and Kayla on the Road, the podcast. Before we get started today, I wanted to crack a beer with you all and share with you what I'm drinking. So I'm drinking a beer today called Wonderlust. It's from Think Brewery. It is an India session ale made in Tweedside, New Brunswick. It's made with American and New Brunswick hops. And 1% of the portions for this purchase actually go to food programs. So that's great. So let me give it a little try here. Oh, that's nice. It's very bright and vibrant, really citrusy. Um, It's definitely a patio beer. It's like a summer beer. Probably wouldn't be able to drink a whole lot of them, but it's a great like one-off, tasty, refreshing beer. So I hope that you guys also cracked a beer and that you're having a drink with me because I think that stories, especially about travel, are best told when... You're sitting around, chatting with your friends, having a little drink. So yeah, I encourage you to join me. Awesome. So I just wanted to kind of start and talk about why I started traveling and what inspired me to travel. Um, I kind of mentioned earlier, I started traveling as a kid. I was fortunate enough that my family also liked to travel. So I kind of got into it really early on my grandpa is actually or was actually a helicopter pilot and my dad also had his pilot's license so we had a bunch of people who uh did not want to stay on the ground already in my family line i think it's in my blood that i can't stay in one place too too long i think that that really created an atmosphere that was open to exploring and i was always encouraged to explore and take risks and things like that because of who I was raised by and who was in my family. Fun fact, my my first trip in the air was not in, in an airplane like most people. It was in a helicopter. Um, and that happened, I don't know, I want to say I was like three or four years old. Um, and I still remember it. And I think I have dreams about it sometimes. Uh, you know, that weird warped perception that you can have as a child of like, is that a memory? Was that just a dream? Um, and I have this of, of like rising up through the clouds. And so I think about that a lot, uh, especially when I travel. And it's just like a really cool memory that I have. Um, But when I was little, my family uh, did a lot of road trips. We visited friends and family out of province, in province. I come from a very small town in northwestern Ontario called Kenora. It is actually right on the border of 
Ontario and Manitoba. So the closest airport was actually two hours away in a different province. So we did a lot of traveling from Kenora to Winnipeg where uh, we have a bunch of family members. We have some friends. Um, It was also just the big city that was nearby. So that was the best place that we could travel as a kid. And so I got really, really used to spending um, hours on end in a car. So my, my mom's family actually lived in Southern Ontario. So that meant if we ever wanted to go visit them, we actually had to hop in the car and drive for two days to get there. Um, And people think that I'm overreacting or that it's like an exaggeration when I say that. But Ontario is a giant, giant province, which covers a giant span in Canada. And um, yeah, I'm not lying. No word of a lie. 24 hour drive. So that's not even wake up. You drive for 24 hours and you get there. It actually is like a multi-day trip um, because, you know, people have to sleep. (laughs) Uh, So we did that trip a lot growing up. I think we did it at least three times. And another big road trip that we took was the other side of Canada. So we drove from Kenora all the way out to the West Coast. So by the time that I got to high school, I had actually seen a large portion of Canada, which was great. I had seen um, the prairies and the mountains, um, but I had not seen the East Coast. Another kind of trip that my family liked to take was uh, the all-inclusive route. So if we weren't going to see family and we weren't going to see friends, we liked to play it safe and we did those all-inclusive trips. So whether that was going to Disney World, staying on the property and actually eating at all of their restaurants with their meal plans or cruises. I went on two or three cruises as a, as a youth and uh, resorts. So we also went to Mexico one time. But those were really structured trips, which is probably why I am not, I, I like to have unstructured trips now. I think there's something so exciting about not knowing where you're going to eat your next meal. Um, but, you know, we like to play it safe as a family and, and do those things. I think a, a portion of that as well is like, as a parent with two children, I have a younger brother, um, you... <laughs> there's already enough that you have to have like in your mind at all times regarding children. It's kind of like a nice weight off of your shoulders to take away the, the like, what are we eating today? And let someone else deal with that. You know, you don't have to think about finding a restaurant that all the people will like. You can go to a place and there's these menus with everything that you could ever imagine on them. And uh, I think that's a really good, easy option for families like that if you want to get away but you don't have the mental fortitude to plan it all for picky kids because let's be honest I'm also a picky eater Um, I think travel has actually really opened that up for me and changed that but I was a picky eater for most of my life so um, yeah when I got to the end of high school we took a big trip to Greece and Italy and that was um My first time outside of the Americas. So, you know, all through growing up, I had been to North and South America, a little bit of Central America, between all of the cruises and resorts and stuff like that. And so the Europe trip uh, to Greece and Italy really opened my eyes to another part of the world. I, it was the first time other than, you know, 
Mexico at a little resort where I had been to a country where they didn't speak my language predominantly. There were people, obviously, who spoke English. But um, yeah, you know, all of a sudden you're walking down the street and the street signs, you don't understand what they're saying anymore. And there's something so cool about that to me. I was just really excited to uh, feel uncomfortable. I think that is the biggest thing about travel is, is accepting the uncomfortableness that comes with being somewhere that is not your home. And when you are placed in those moments of uncomfortableness, that's the moments when you really, really get to learn about yourself and about who you are and what you love and what you want to do. And that's definitely the trip that kind of spurred that in me and said, you should travel, you should see more of the world. So, um, you know, after high school, I went to college, um, did a couple more trips with my family And then I went to university, and unfortunately, when you're a university student, it's a little harder to travel. Um, So I ended up going out to the East Coast. I came to New Brunswick with a partner at the time, um, and unfortunately, that didn't work out. But fortunately, I loved the East Coast. I love New Brunswick. I love its people. I love the sights and the sounds and, and the culture here, because there is truly a different culture no matter where you go in Canada, too. Um... And I was really lucky enough to continue to do schooling here. I made a bunch of friends. I learned, I guess. That's the point of school, right? Um, And I actually met uh, my best friend and now fiance, Andrew, at school as well. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. And um, that was a large large plus associated with staying out here in the East Coast. But... um, We actually didn't stay out here after graduation. After graduation, I moved in with Andrew in Toronto. So we spent a lot of time in Toronto. And when I moved there, I really had the opportunity to kind of decide what it was that I was going to do with my degree. Um, I studied media arts and cultures with an honors in film production at the University of New Brunswick. And uh, it's kind of an all over the place degree if you really think about it, you know, media, arts, and culture. So I, looking back, it really was, um, it really was a mix of everything that I loved at the time. I love people and cultures and I love arts. I was a big theater person. I, I did theater as my minor. That's actually where Andrew and I met. And then, um, I do video production. I love editing videos. I love taking videos. I actually uh, recently found an old video camera that I got in high school. And there's actually videos of me vlogging from this high school Europe trip, like years before vlogging really became a thing, which is great. So maybe someday I'll share some of those clips with you. I think they're kind of funny, Um, but they are a great little insight into who I was in high school. Um, so yeah, when I got to Toronto, I really had the opportunity to kind of look everywhere for a job and, and decide who I wanted to be in this city. So I decided that I didn't want an office job. I tried it. I'm not going to lie. I did try it. I, uh, I took a job working for a business to business sales company where I literally walked so, so much (laughs) my feet by the end of the like third week gave out on me and I actually had to like resign because my body just could not handle it. Um, but it, it made me realize that I wanted to be my own boss. 
Um, and that's kind of where my adventure in travel with Andrew begins. Um, being able to work for myself, creating those flexible hours, creating my work schedule, that was really an integral part of becoming a digital nomad. Um, and I know that's like such a, it's a term that's used a lot, digital nomad. What does it mean? Um, you know, I guess if you're looking at like the actual term itself, digital means kind of like the online world and nomad means that you can go anywhere. And that's really the kind of life that I've tried to create for myself since then. People think of digital nomads as not having a home and going anywhere. And I, I think that that's kind of wrong. Um, I still do consider myself a digital nomad, even though Andrew and I own a house here uh, in New Brunswick. We have the ability to work from anywhere. And I think that that is really what makes us a digital nomad, as well as that want to be a nomad. We want to see the world. Um, yes, it is true. We have a house. We can stay here whenever we want. But we also have the freedom to work from Thailand or Vietnam or Norwich or India, you know, like those are all things that we've had the opportunity and the possibility to do. And that's really, really cool. So, um, yeah, kind of going back into traveling. Um, Andrew is my travel partner. We pretty much travel everywhere together. I have gone on a, a couple solo trips and a couple, a uh, couple trips with friends of mine. But um, yeah, Andrew is the person that I really like to travel with. And I think a big part of that um, actually stemmed from a trip that we took while we were in Toronto. Uh, at the time, Andrew was friends with this couple. They were getting married at an all-inclusive in Mexico. And Andrew only had one week off from this job. So I told him, if you only have one week off, and you're going on this trip for your one week off, I want to go with you. I was like, I know I don't know your friends. I don't have to go to the wedding. But if you only get one week the whole year, I, I kind of want to spend that time with you. So we said, okay, sure. As it turns out, I ended up becoming really great friends with that couple as well. I did go to their wedding. Um, yeah, so that's Mexico was really where we kind of figured out that we wanted to travel. We wanted to travel together, but it was also an opportunity for us to see what it was and what it would take to travel together. Because I think that um, what people don't understand about traveling as a couple is that it's very different from living at home with a partner. Um, when you're living at home with a partner, the same things happen every day. You know, you have a job and you go to your job and you do your job. And the stressors that come with doing your job are probably very similar. You know, this needs to be done. Um, I need to get this done on a deadline. And this is what happens on this day, this day, this day. Um, whereas when you're on a trip, the stressors that can pop up are a lot different. Uh, you know, there could be the, the stressor of like miscommunication, just not understanding the language that is spoken like that's a stressor and and the possibility that you could uh, lose a little bit of money or have your phone stolen like those are all stressors that you don't have to think about as much at home and so traveling with a partner that's a great way to figure out how they deal with your stress in different situations and how you deal with each other's stress um, 
And yeah, that was just really eye-opening for us. We really realized that we also like to participate in the same types of things while traveling. We're both very interested in culture and history and architecture. And those are things that we like to see when we travel, when we are abroad. Um, So yeah, I think that Mexico was really where we kind of discovered that we wanted to travel together because we had a lot of the same interests, you know, (laughs) on top of living together, we wanted to travel together and see the world together and make those memories together. So um, since then, I, I should have written down the number of countries that we've gone to since then, but uh, it's it's a nice little handful. So since then, we've gone on like a couple different types of trips. Um, we've gone on some work trips. So Andrew's had the opportunity to um, do projects in other countries. He we uh, we went to Norwich in the UK together. We did uh, Chicago in the US, or um, it was just a little town outside of Chicago, but still Chicago on the weekends. Um, So yeah, because he is allowed to work from anywhere and I work from anywhere, I have that flexibility to say, hey, I'm going to come with you when you go to Chicago. Hey, I'm going to come with you when you go to the UK. Uh, And those are really cool opportunities that I would not have had otherwise, you know, and and I know that not everyone has the same situation as me. Some people do have to go to work and have a job and work at an office, you know, you know, the daily nine to five. But I think it's a great opportunity to kind of tag along on those work events. You know, if you have a couple weeks here or there, it's a great opportunity to see a new place with your partner for a little cheaper. You know, they're already paying, the businesses are already paying for their their hotel. So you stay in the hotel with them. If it costs a little bit extra, eh, whatever. (laughs) Um, their flights are already paid for. So it's really like paying for one person to go on a trip, which is really cool. And you get the weekends to yourself and to explore. And um, yeah, you can you can see a lot just from a little work trip, which is cool. So the other type of trips that we take are kind of the shorter trips uh, closer to where we live now. And those are like road trips. So um, we are fortunate enough that... Uh, Andrew and I also both like camping. We love mini cottage getaways. And so it's it's not out of the realm of possibility for us to throw our tent bag into the car and just drive down the road a little bit. There are so many places, especially in Canada, lots of campgrounds, beautiful spaces to be outside and love nature. And uh, I think there's really something beautiful about being a tourist so close to home especially if you've never been to some of the places around here. Like we just took a trip to just outside of Sussex, which is two hours from here. Um, And we got to try their, the beer from the local brewery and we got to go on one of their hikes. And it's just, there's so much to discover right outside your door. So I think that's something to remember, like your weekends, you don't have to spend a lot of money or time to take a little trip, to be a tourist, to travel, to experience a new way of life. Um, And it's so interesting to see how life changes from one little city to the next, even within the same province. And I think that's really cool. Sorry, I'm going to take a drink here. (laughs) Our favorite type of travel is adventure travel. That is what we save up for. That is what we plan for every year. Um, 
So together we've already visited, oh gosh, we did Thailand, Vietnam, and Costa Rica together on some trips. And those really let us step outside our comfort zone. In all three of those countries, we did not speak the language. We speak a little bit of Spanish, but it's like really, really basic. You know, the hello, thank you, beer, all the essentials. Um, So we did a three-week trip to Thailand as our first trip together. And it really gave us the opportunity to see the sights. Three weeks was the perfect amount of time where you get to dip your toes in. You can spend a little bit more time in each of the cities before going to a new one. You can spend multiple days in different landscapes and different parts of the country. Um, Flying around once you get there is relatively cheap. So it allowed us to see a lot. And we really got to know what we like to do when we travel. And that you know, for us, that's cooking classes and brewery tours. And, uh, you know, sometimes we like beaches, but a lot of times we like being active. We like going on those hikes. And every trip we take, I feel like we learn something new about ourselves and what we like and, and how we like to travel. And I think that is one of the best things is creating all the new memories and building on trips every single time. So, yeah, um, I want to help you guys experience your own type of adventure, your own type of travel. I completely understand that no two people are alike. No person is going to have the same travel history and travel experiences that I have. But I think that if you are listening right now to this podcast, there's probably something about the idea of travel that inspires you, that makes you want to get out there, that makes you want to explore. And I love that. Um, and I, I really want to help you get over the little tiny hurdles that might be stopping you from doing that, whether that's money or time or just the sheer overwhelm of what is out there and what is possible. I want to take that and squash that. Kayla on the Road, the podcast for me is really about helping you get out on the road. I want you to remember that as you're listening to future episodes, uh, not to take everything as a hard and fast rule. Like I said, no two people are alike. My experience is not going to be your experience. I just want to share my experiences because I feel like they could help. Um, They could be a great, uh, useful bit of information that may stop you from making stupid mistakes like I made uh, during my first time as a traveler. I cannot tell you how many times we got scammed in Thailand. I will for sure touch on that in future episodes. But uh, it's all based on my personal experience and what works for me. And um, I also wanted to say that although Andrew is my primary couple, quote unquote couple, when it comes to travel, your couple could be anyone. So I I also take trips with friends. I, I do road trips with some of my girlfriends here. I've gone to an all-inclusive in Cuba with another one of my girlfriends. Um, It all depends on who you are as a traveler and who they are as a traveler and if your travel types mesh. Uh, Because I gotta say, there is nothing worse than planning a trip and going somewhere and then realizing that the person that you're there with is not interested in seeing the same things as you, is not interested in the place that you are in. You know, they may have been in it half-heartedly and 
that can bring a whole trip down. So I think it's really important that you know your partner and you know who you want to travel with and you know that you both have um, you both have the outlook that you're going to make the best of any situation that you're in in that case. Like I said, I really think that traveling while I was young inspired me to continue and explore and see the world. And it's kind of shaped my decision to become a digital nomad, which is great. But it also shaped my decision to buy a home and settle down. And there's nothing wrong with that. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really feel like you're taking the first steps in getting out on that road yourself. And that makes me so excited for you. Um, If you liked what you heard today, please don't forget to click that subscribe button. I have new podcasts coming every week and clicking that button means that they will be delivered straight to your device as soon as they launch. You know what? Why stop there? I'd love to continue the conversation. If you liked anything that you heard today, if you want to ask me more questions, anything like that, send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at Kayla on the road and tag me in any of your travel posts. I want to see where you are, what you're doing. Maybe your travels will inspire me to do more. Um, But yeah, thanks again for joining me and I cannot wait to see you on the road soon.